Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is Michelle, and who's here with me? It's JD. It's JD. Yeah, it's, it's me. We did it right. Good job, Michelle, us. Uh, yeah. we're already an hour and 12 minutes late with this episode, and we haven't even started mm-hmm. yet. What's wrong with us today? I believe you're running around like a chicken with its head cut off, right? Uh. Mostly, but I would have been ready three hours ago. <laughs> so don't hey. blame it on me, sir. Hey. Hey. That's fair. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I had some things I needed to do. Some of us yeah. have some of us have jobs, Michelle. Wait, that's not the way I wanted this well, to go. Well, I spent twelve <laughs> hours in the hospital, so uh, I know. I you know what? Not me. No one worry I about know. me. I'm fine. Mostly. Uh so I'm we're uh if this is your first time tuning in, hey, thanks. That's cool. Uh, what do we do here on this show, Michelle, that's called We Watch Shudder? Well, we watch Shudder. That's pretty much it. Yeah, we. Uh, if it. you don't know what Shudder is, that's not my problem. Google it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Probably not the most the polite Googles. way to welcome people to the show. Maybe you should be doing this, Michelle. Oh, okay. Well, hi. We're happy that you stopped by. Have a nice day. Goodbye. Um, now, for everybody who stuck around... <laughs> Uh, past that if and you passed the test first off so good job you're really smart you knew like wait a minute she's not actually saying goodbye like yeah no you're smart you're great um so we watched shutter and today shutter put out a new movie um this movie is called when evil lurks and as the name implies we watched it because we watched shutter um so yes, we yes, are yes. going to that's, do a, we a little thing where we do a spoiler free rating and then we're going to do a spoiler expensive rating where you get all of the bits and bobs that we liked about it. It's going uh, to be spoiler poor up front and spoiler wealthy on the back end. Spoiler credit debt. Spoiler <laughs> fuck you money. Those can are you the guys, two sections. <laughs> can you guys tell that we have definitely already cleared the recording sweet spot by doing this at one fifteen in the morning? This I got a feeling... This one's going to be kind of weird, and here's a little peek behind the wizard curtain. Uh, we got two more that we got to record yet tonight. Woohoo! This is yeah. going to be a good time. Uh, yeah, it's uh, be Michelle, time. One, uh, one bit of, of business that I do want to attend to uh, right away, uh, because it's been a hot topic of discussion between you and I, uh, and, and we've been getting a lot of, uh, uh, of notice on it. Uh, is our episode from a couple of weeks ago about the Puppet Man. Uh, now, if you, if you recall, we saw the Puppet Man, uh, and I called that a five-skull experience for me because I legitimately just screamed, whoa, what the fuck, at my TV several times. I have had a chance to go back and watch the movie again, and I don't, I don't want to make it seem like, like there's anything wrong with it because if you remember from that episode, uh, I, I didn't necessarily disagree with any of Michelle's points, uh, I just was so uh, caught up in everything. But I just, uh, I, I saw the movie again. I still think that first time was a five-skull experience, and I think everybody should see that movie. Uh, but I want to uh, I wanna adjust my overall rating on that movie to a four no, out of no. a five. Why? Now I have to decide whether it goes on the website or not. Well, no, it doesn't. The rule is if it's a five-skull, no, it, it goes doesn't. on the website. Because it's not but a five anymore. But if somebody only listens to the Puppet Man episode, it's not and my never problem. this one. It's no. not my problem, okay. Michelle. I will put it on the spreadsheet as a four, <laughs> but it is going on 
the website. You need to stick to your word. Oh, so so you've never you've never gone back and and reserved the right to modify scores, Michelle? Not on a five skull movie that breaks things. That doesn't break all anything, the other, Michelle. No, all the other ones completely made up numbers. You know what? Fuck it. <laughs> uh, Mad God gets a a negative three. See, nobody cares. But uh, <laughs> as far as whether I have to put it on the website or not, that's a problem. So no. well, no, it's not. You just don't put it on the web. I clearly no, picked the wrong website. time to to broach this topic. We probably should. Like, I'm just saying, Michelle. Man. Let's just move on. (laughs) Well, as far as anyone's concerned, J.D. gave it a five if you only listened to that episode. If you made it to this one, the puppet man, he no longer says it's a five. That's not allowed. But fine. You know what? Rules are fine. Let's just have complete chaos. Anarchy reigns. You know what? I'm just going to go out and shit in the street because there's no rules here. We can do what we want. You know, that Five Skull movie, that's now not a good experience. And I'm just going to change my mind. Anyway, when evil lurks. You know what evil lurks? When people change their Five Skull rating to a lower rating. But also this movie has some different forms of evil. Not as bad as what JD just did. But it's still pretty bad. When evil lurks. Okay. I'm fine now. I got it on my cry. Good. I feel like I... (laughs) feel like I shouldn't have said anything. No, of course not. Are you kidding me? Now I'm going to be so upset. Anyway, it's fine. It's fine. Rules are fine. You know what? Just go smack that person who bothered you today. They can't call the cops. No rules. Do what you want. Take that uh, <laughs> taco at the grocery store. I thought store you. I, I thought you said you were done. Because it seems like just, you still have some things on your mind, Michelle. I'm just thinking of like the Purge franchise, but when somebody changes their rating from a five skull to a lower. Skull. Well, look, Michelle. I, I, ultimately, the reason I had to make this adjustment is going to become abundantly clear if we get into this freaking episode. So, oh. how about you stop shitting on me about making some modifications to my overall scores, and uh, let's just talk about this movie, huh? How about you Fine. read the How about you read the plot description from the Shutter website? Oh shit! No, you can't because they wrote a fucking novel. Thankfully, IMDb came through in the clutch. What's it say? It says, in a remote village, two brothers find a demon-infected man just about to give birth to evil itself. They decide to get rid of the man, but merely succeed in spreading the chaos when evil lurks. I did read that first sentence as a demon-infected man just about to give birth to himself. (laughs) (laughs) Which, uh, maybe... That okay. would be. Uh, give your rating be first. A... Should I give my rating first? No. Well, I think it's it's painfully obvious now to everybody that my rating on this movie is a five. This is a first. This is a fucking brutal movie. It's bleak as fuck. Holy shit. Uh, it's. I think there's just enough lost in translation in the subtitles that it's also. Like, I, I, I know what happened, but there are little specific details that I feel like I didn't get, and that somehow adds to this experience a lot. And this is where I, I started thinking about, about Puppet Man, and I don't want anybody to think that I don't think Puppet Man is a great movie. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. But a big part of my, my rating on that experience was uh, that I was just 
taken away and just yelled at my TV like, oh, holy shit, multiple times. I did that same thing with this movie, but then I considered the points you were making. And I think this overall is a much more successful and better told story uh, than that movie was. And for that reason, uh, I don't think I can justifiably put them on the same level. Uh, but God damn, this movie was, this was hard to watch at times. It's intense. Shit happens out of nowhere. I fucking love this movie, Michelle. So five skull. Yeah, this is, and that, again, that's, that's, I, I, it made me think about the puppet man because I, it's been a while since I've just actively yelled, oh shit at my TV as much as I have in the last few weeks with Shudder. Well, Okay, so Puppet Man. Jesus, are we going to do this lower again? Score. No, I'm just saying Puppet Man, lower score. When Evil Lurks, Five Skull from JD. I love this um, movie. This was fucking fantastic. I look forward to seeing this again. I understand what you're saying about how you have to compare it to previous movies. I disagree because otherwise nothing will be at the level of Mad God. The first Five uh, Skull double from both of us. Um, also... I think lowering your score before uh, kind of puts me in a weird position because I also gave this a five skull. Uh, so now we got a double five for the first time in a while. Hey, that's not a problem. Five skull. That's, five that's skull. <laughs> it's great. It's How does so that make good. it weird, though, Michelle? Because even if I had left my score of five on the pub, man, it still would have been one of the greatest divides we've ever had in the history of the. You know what? Michelle, I've said since day one that my score is about my experience with the movie. Look at you. You're fucking me up now. Leave it a five. God damn it. God well, damn it. Well, that would also mean that I have to go down a point and give it a point five because I'm agreeing with you that this is a five. So our complete, like, equalization of Oh, so sure if, I don't if I don't change my score, now you have to change your score. Why is that okay? But when I do it with mine, that's not okay. I don't understand. Everybody you know is... what else is relative? These two brothers who found a <laughs> demon-infected man who gave birth to himself. We have run we off every get... potential new listener we have already picked up today. I, oh, my God. It is always like this. Um, it's a double five not... for sure. I, 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 I kind five. of it's expected great. it was going to go that way. Yeah. I mean... We're going to get into the spoiler section, but I would say that the movie poster for this is a woman axing herself in the face. So uh, I was about to the point bar out high. when we get into this yeah. that I cannot tell you how many times I looked at that image and it never fucking occurred to me that the blade of the axe was facing her own head. It just never oh. registered. I just saw it and blew right by it. And then when, well, I, I mean... <laughs> Well, spoiler section coming up, guys. I, I strongly recommend you go see this. I am going to put a warning uh, on the on the website. They, guys, there's some <laughs> real heavy uh, 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 animal violence in this. Uh, there's some real heavy people violence as well. This is real aggressive, brutal stuff. Uh, so be aware of that before you go check it out. It's, it's, it fucking intense. Well, okay. We're going to get into the spoiler section right now. Yay! Uh, so spoiler, 
Uh, JD, if you can't tell that Axe is facing towards her, then this is probably why you got fired from your job as a lumberjack. You're like, sir, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. You're endangering everyone, and the trees are not coming down. And you're like, I don't I know where every the time Axe I, is facing. <laughs> every time I saw it, just it just registered in my head uh, that it looked like an image of a woman swinging an axe. And well, since we're in the spoiler section, yeah, we know that's exactly what it is. It just Ooh. never dawned on me that it was facing her own face. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Anyway, uh, why don't you give everybody plot who didn't summary. bother to go back and watch this their, their, their plot summary? You're the best at that. Yeah. So plot summary. There's two men. Their name are Pedro and Jimmy. And these men are not just men. They are brothers. And the brothers, they go to find a guy who's called a rotten, which seems rude, um, but it's basically that people in this world are possessed, but in a different way than other possession movies have worked. This is kind of like a half possession, half uh, zombie, um, half you know, another half because fuck it, it's one thirty in the morning. Um, so a third half, which is the sadness, uh, lots of goopy, goopy details, lots of pus, lots of vomit, uh, very, very icky mess. Uh, so they go see this guy and he looks like he should be dead and he probably should be. And it turns out that he's possessed, but you can't kill the possessed because then it spreads the the possession to other people but you know what they do they just pick this fucker up and they drop him off a truck and now everybody else is possessed um and being possessed means a lot of different things like it might mean that your child's uh head is now in the mouth of a dog and uh they are being shaken around wildly in a way that did not hold anything back um but then they'll come back from the dead that's one thing that might happen uh also you might be in a schoolhouse full of creepy children who are lying to you uh so that's possible and then they bash your face in with a hammer so this is why nobody likes school if you're one of the people who likes school you're one of the people who liked people getting bashed in the face with a hammer so think about that for a minute um so yeah chaos reigns um, and then at the end, uh, I guess evil still exists. Uh, the possession was not stopped at all. It now has turned into kind of a demon child and is walking around with its demon child friends who are originally humans, but are now gross demon children. And also the one guy's mother was eaten by his son when evil lurks. Yeah, uh, this movie is heavy shit, man. This, <laughs> the, uh... Uh, the vi it, it, like you mentioned, it is a real interesting spin uh, on on a possession concept. How uh, when the person is possessed by the evil spirit, it it starts to to sort of bloat and rot their body uh, in a physical way. Um, and then uh, yeah, just that idea of like oh, but 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 it's trying to give birth to uh, an evil like like an incarnation of itself, right? As a person. But you can't kill it except this one specific way or it's <laughs> a, a very uh, well-structured, very well-played-out plot. But, oh, my God, this is a fucking bleak movie, right? Like, uh, there's this really brilliant shot right towards the end of the film, but it's not the last shot you see. Uh, I think a, a, a more on-the-nose presentation of this would have made this shot the last shot you see. But just a couple of minutes before then we get it, and it's a shot where everything else has gone horribly wrong. They failed to stop the birth of the demon child. 
Shit's about to go haywire all over the world. He goes back to his brother and his his, uh, his surviving son, and there's a shot of three bullets on the table. And I was just like, okay, that's interesting. And I thought something was going to happen, and then it never happens but they also make it clear that this is like like this is the potentially the end of shit and you've got the bo- the man and his brother and his son and i thought back on that image of those three bullets and i was just like jesus christ uh this movie is so so bleak <laughs> it's just like shit's going to be fucked and you're going to try and fix it and you're just going to fuck it up even more and then everything's going to be fucked forever. It was real intense. Yeah. Uh, as you pointed out right before we started recording, in which I did not realize, the writer and director of this did Terrified as yes. well, which is one of my favorite movies on the Shutter platform. Um, so when I saw that, I was like, oh, that makes sense. This guy is really good at uh, doing stuff I haven't seen before. And I've said it before. I will say it again that if you do something that I haven't seen before, you're pretty much guaranteed to get a good score because all the ideas have happened already. And I'm so excited when I see one that hasn't. And that includes this, like a woman getting axed in the face. Um, and oh, also no. that Axing child herself being... in the yes. face. Yes, correct. Uh, and to the point where she can't even ax herself anymore because uh, now she's trying oh. to ax herself, but her motor skills are me, done. They're while over. We're, while we're right here, uh, like, I, I just want to, like, that sequence, like, this movie definitely, like, it doesn't waste any time, right? Like, one of the first things you, you see just a few minutes in uh, is a, a body that's been ripped in half with its guts laying out. Uh, we get to that scene where they see Uriel in the uh, in the bed, all bloated and rotting, and so on. Um, but we see a lot of like after the fact sorts of things. The first real exchange of, or, or at least the presentation of on screen violence that we see hits so hard and then doesn't quit. Right? It's like they're they're looking at that goat and the goat's got the weird shit in its eyes and they know that goat's got the demon, right? The the demon is spreading around and it's in that goat. And the goat walks right the fuck up to him and puts the barrel of the gun to his head like in a fucking uh, mob stand up or standoff scene in a, or something. Like who's got and then he gets startled. He blasts the goat's head into pieces. And then you get a shot of him staring and just with no hesitation, all of a sudden that fucking axe comes in and cleaves his head in half. And then they show the lady and you, you don't have barely time to register and she starts fucking whacking herself in the face with that axe. It's just like, it was just repeatedly just like, Jesus Christ, when's it going to stop? It was so intense. And I loved how she just, like, even as her strength was waning, she, like, kept trying to swing it. And there's just something about the way it uh, it just sort of slowly dies off. I loved just the visual of that. That sequence, in and of itself, just took me completely off guard, and it was fucking great. That's just normal goat behavior. They're not very smart. <laughs> 
they will just walk up and put their face against the gun and be like, what is this? Blah, 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 blah. That was so cool. Um, it, yeah, it was great. And then it uh, continues. Oh, man. That dog scene. Oof. That they they did such a smart scene. They did such a smart thing. Uh, putting the thrashing dogs and the dog thrash. Look, guys, if you didn't watch this movie, literally a sequel, and you see it coming. You know it's coming for a while. But not while. to the extent. For that it a, does. right, and this dog turns and bites this girl on the head and drags her off. Oh, not screen. on the head. Like her face is in the mouth to the point where she can't scream. Right. Yeah. And and drags the kid off. And it was brilliant what they did with the effect here when because the dog thrashes its head around and just whips this child's body back and forth like it's trying to break its back and neck and everything. Right. Like it's trying to kill it. It's what dogs do when they're trying to break. Anyway. They they staged it back behind the table and chairs. So that they could sort of hide the seams and the the the, the animation, the the CGI a little bit, but it's still a clear enough shot that you know exactly what the fuck is happening. Shit was brutal. God damn it! It's also one of those Texas Chainsaw Massacre things where I don't think it's like if you rewatch the the little bits that we do see on screen, it's probably not bloody or anything it's just done in such quick shots and oh yeah watching the the kid being horrified by what he's right. seeing so when you get just a little glance or hear the sound it it has a much bigger effect yeah but that sequence definitely will be like oh that was so bloody and then you go and look and no it's oh, not it's yeah that's very well fast. that that sequence anyway there is definitely mm-hmm. some fucking splatter oh in i this am referring movie. specifically to that because yeah there's yeah. other stuff like a woman chunking herself in the face with an axe <laughs> that uh does not happen quickly. That first it takes axe a while hit. to chunk yourself. That first axe hit after he it just it was so rapid fire I was just punch drunk by the end. But uh when that fucking axe slams him in the side of the head, I I was like, Oh fuck, it's on now. Fucking I was. That, that the the fucking and then the girl comes back and everybody's just like, oh, she's totally fine. Nobody's suspicious of this fact right? whatsoever, right? Because none oh, of, of them, not. just us and the little boy, saw what this dog did to this child. Uh, and they're just like, oh, she's totally... And then this creepy fucking kid. I can't handle... Cr- Michelle, kids are getting... Child actors are getting way too fucking good at being creepy as fuck, and I can't deal with it. This I think kid. they're just being true to themselves. They're they're weird, <laughs> creepy children. This, we know about them. This little fucking girl just looks her mom right in the face and says, "He's gonna kill it. Like he's gonna come home with the car." And, and she's like, and then boom, <laughs> so cute, but also, t- and then he fucking annihilates them with that truck. Holy shit! <laughs> Man, it, this... it reminds me a lot of, um, so I like zombie movies. That's not a surprise yeah. to anybody, especially if you know what I've rated highly. Um, but one of the movies I really like that's not zombies and is more kind of in the vein of this movie is The Crazies. That is yeah. one of my all-time favorites, too. And so this, the way that it doesn't necessarily spread to everybody. There are people who seem to be immune but it's also kind of an invisible virus that can affect people through 
in direct contact, such as if you have items that you had with you when you were near them. That's why you have to get rid of all of your possessions mm -hmm. um, that it can then transfer to people that way. And just like the way that this is an invisible way to spread as opposed to a zombie where oh yeah, you get bitten, you know you're going to turn and that's how you turn. There's well, no it, mystery it, to it. It very much plays out in that sense like the, the possession is a virus. Right. Yes. Exactly. Like it, def it has that kind of a vibe where something is being transferred from person to person, but not in a way that people can perceive. Uh, and so there's definitely that whole kind of a vibe here. Man, what other kind of fucked up brutality was there in this movie? Michelle? Oh, oh, you, I've you got mentioned stuff. when the kid they're fucking dragging that lady away, and the kids just fucking macking her in the face with that hammer. Jesus Christ. Yep. It's a nice little chunk as well. Like, just subtle enough to Sound be like, oh, that's not very loud. Fabulous. But it's so brutal anyway. Uh, also, not gory, but so fucking creepy. The kid who has autism no longer has autism. Right? And the way that they're like, they get or lost in their mind and it takes them a while to figure it out. Ooh, that made me so ooh, uncomfortable. Yeah. And there, she's like, that look at his a, hands. I was like, oh, God, I hate the hands. That was a genius original concept. You know, just to, even just that thought, like, how would a possessing demon or spirit deal with... Because, because it also makes it clear that it, like... It doesn't seem to really have a choice on what it spreads to, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it just get, it, and it, you just get infected, which is another bit of that viral thing. Viruses aren't targeting anybody in particular; they're just going wherever they land. Uh, and so, yeah, that idea of like, like, what would that experience be for somebody or for a demon to possess someone? Uh, who has different mental faculties than uh, than the average person. Like, what would that be like? I thought that was very interesting. And also the way they presented it uh, as, like, uh, people have become so used to just tuning out the, the autistic uh, son's tics and, and things that it they never pay close enough attention to realize that he is kicking out signals the whole fucking movie. Uh, I thought mm -hmm. that was really well done. I like the idea of apple ice cream, and that's why it yes! got five skulls from me. Oh, my how God. Have I, how how have I never heard of apple thing? ice cream? I love apple crisp with, with vanilla icing on top, and I hope that's what apple ice cream tastes like. And it ha oh, that has to be what that so green excited. stuff is that they were eating at the end, right? Exactly. He got his apple ice cream, and he got his grandma yogurt. Yeah, that's, uh, oh, God. <laughs> his grandma yogurt. Oh. Happy dessert. Still great for your body. I, I also love how they played that out because they go to the, the scene in the, in the shed or wherever it is. Yeah. Uh, where uh, Uriel's brother is up in that hiding spot uh, and asks him how his mother died, and he's like, the same way yours did, but we don't know and how. We, we didn't even forgot. realize she was dead. I forgot or, or, about the grandma, because you saw another old lady die, so you're yeah. just like, oh, okay, and your brain's like, yep, that was probably the grandma. Two there, old ladies, you know, and can't be two of them. I feel like they knew that was going to happen, because yep. there's a moment earlier in this movie 
where uh, I, I think it was uh, uh, the two brothers and the uh, the 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 witch lady or the uh, that that the younger brother took them out to meet what was her name Myrta. Uh, I don't remember. There's a that scene lady. where I think it's those three are talking to each other about something, and then just out of nowhere, for no reason at all, they cut to a shot of Grandma just to remind you that she's there. <laughs> and then, like, I forgot again. I just completely forgot. And then he just starts coughing up Grandma hairballs. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. It's so That's just so much fun food too right like and, how did and, he manage like that's a i've mentioned before that's a thing for me any anything of like way too much stuff constantly going in or coming out of somebody's mouth that was fucking intense uh this movie i, I think you mentioned earlier on in the recording but it definitely uh pushes a lot of things to an edge similar to uh, what we saw in the sadness uh, last year, like this movie mm -hmm. pulls no punches. It also gets real dark at one point because there is a point where uh, Pedro is just so harried and so driven over the edge uh, that, and it does turn out that the kid is possessed by the the infection demon is anyway. But he just starts beating this child, <laughs> like this girl yes. child, just starts. <laughs> Beating the fuck out of her, and I was, I was just like, holy shit! Like this movie does not fuck around. Uh, and yeah, uh, you, you know, you, you mentioned uh, you were a big fan of Terrified. Uh, I think uh, yeah. I, I was. I, mean, I, I know, almost gave it a five. Yeah, I was not the biggest fan of that movie, but I do remember okay. the thing that will always stand out to me about that movie is that opening scene with the lady in the shower. That's all I'm going to say because I don't want to give it away to anybody who... Uh, it's one uh, of my favorite horror movie scenes. And I remember seeing time. that and just being like, holy fuck, what is going on? Because it just goes and goes. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, this was uh, this was an intense experience. I Like I said, I, I feel like uh, there's a little bit... Uh, lost in translation in the subtitles, maybe that that makes this just a little like. There are moments I'm not a hundred like I, the mythology behind these things. They really, they really trust you to follow along and 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 catch up with what's going on, but they don't. They it's not a situation where they tell you nothing. Like they definitely give you everything you need to understand what's happening here. But this is definitely, if you really want to understand what's going on, this is a movie you need to pay a little extra attention to. I like that they did give us a lot of new rules uh, and mm -hmm. assume that we could keep up with them. But the way that they introduced them was very smart because despite the grandma in the backseat explaining what the rules are, um, they very slowly roll them out. So the first one you hear is no electric lighting, and right. then they just keep reinforcing that of like, when you go to the house, no electric lighting. When you go into town, no headlights, no electric lighting. Um, so the way that they keep reminding you, right, this is rule one. Remember, now we're going to give you rule two so that you know how this this universe operates without just hearing them all. And then you're like, why don't they turn on the lights? And you forget it was because of a rule earlier. That is very smart. Um, we've talked a lot about the script and just the story in general, but I love the way that the camera work in this is done. The way that they are able to shift Beautiful focus shot. 
And it's it's just yeah, exactly. The way that they'll show you something in the background, like the the guy about to shoot the dog, and then that's out of focus. And now you're watching Pedro walking away from that. Mm-hmm. So now it's out of focus as he's shooting the dog, but you know that's what's happening. Right. Those kinds of things where it's very good at drawing your attention to where it needs to be and then pulling away from it so that you're now forced to look at something else, like the the child under the table with the dog. Right. Uh, it shows you a glimpse and now we're back to watching the kids reaction instead. Um, there's just a lot of really smart camera work in this. And yeah. I think that added a lot to the experience. The, and there's also a lot of like, uh, I would say like shots that you see in zombie action movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also thinking of, uh, oh my God, why did I forget the Pedro Pascal, the last of us. There's um <laughs> the last of us, the first episode. I, was raving about because it is exactly like the video game where the camera um, pans into a vehicle and then it switches around as though you're like switching your character or your uh, camera while still focusing on the character. And it's a thing I'd never seen done properly in a TV show before. And I feel like this movie did the same kind of thing. And it made me so happy because as he's driving, uh, you see outside his window, the woman walking by eating the child's brains. And then the camera swings around kind of in front of the windshield. And now you see her walking behind the car Mm -hmm. uh, and you're focused on him still. And he's still the center of it all. It felt like the video game shot from last of us. And I got so excited about those kind of things because Normally, if you see editing or camera work and you're paying attention to it, it's kind of a bad thing because it's taking you out of this movie and the experience of watching it. Right. But I feel like in this, it was so good that I was like, oh, my God, my brain was like, did you see that? Did we just see that? That was great. Yeah. And I feel like with cinematography, like that's the that's the real trick to greatness. Right. Is is being able to like almost subconsciously. Uh, make it clear that there is some some genuine thought and composition put into the shot without distracting you from the fucking movie, right? Like, it can't be mm-hmm. so arch uh, that it pulls you back out. And yeah, this uh, I did just take a, a quick look here while you were uh, uh, while you were talking, and this is the same guy also uh, who shot uh, Terrified for. Uh, for Damien, uh, what's his last name? Uh, Rugna. Rugna. Damien Rugna. Yeah. yeah, this is the same guy who uh, who shot that movie uh, for him mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, just beautiful. Which he and- did some of these same kind of shots in Terrified. There's one in particular that if you've seen any trailer or anything teasing it, it was the one that they kept using. And it's not going to spoil anything by saying this. I I will just say there's a person who runs up to a car window Mm -hmm. and it does this same thing where as that person's running towards the window, they're out of focus and your focus is on the person in the car. But you see movement in the background and then they switch it at just the right moment and it's terrifying because now like the name implies, um, because now this thing that you thought was there is suddenly in clear detail and right there. And uh, so once you pointed out that it was done by the guy who did Terrified, I went, oh, shit. Okay, that makes sense, because a lot of the things that I love about that movie are it's very similar in in how it's shot and the way that it's able to focus on just the right thing and give you the info you need in the background. I love that so much. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. And I got to be honest with you, Michelle, 
so I just, uh, as per usual, I, uh, I like to come hot off the, the viewing of the film right into our recording here. Uh, and even now, just now, the more I sit and think about this, uh, I, I really feel like that, uh, that infection, uh, that sort of viral element of this, mm-hmm. uh, is is even more prominent than I than I necessarily initially registered. I started thinking about, like they may they they say uh, several times in this movie, or at least it's implied that this is the kind of thing that happens in big cities a lot more frequently, and it's not common at all for it to come out to the countryside like this. And that just, to me, smacks of uh, certain types of diseases, maybe specifically things like HIV and the implications of things there. Uh, there is that, this sort of pseudo-religious element involved with the way they're addressing the problem. But it also, and that, it, you know, it also is clear that this is a thing that happens in the, and there's like a government health agency that addresses and deals with this. And all of that... Uh, makes me feel like uh, I almost want to do some research into like uh, any kind of infectious disease issues that have been seen in Argentina in in recent history uh, to see if there might be a level of that informing this story. Uh, but yeah, just the more I sit here thinking about it, the more prominent that becomes, and I find that a really interesting element of this story. Well, shit, I hope there aren't rotten uh, in the real world in Argentina. According to this movie, we're fucked. Well, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, like, it's just goddamn so... Because this dude, everything they do trying to fix things just fucks it up even further and further and further. Uh, and it just all goes fucking batshit. Uh, just, uh, like, lots of... Uh, lots of kid, like, I, I was taken aback when he swung that car door open and smacked the kid, and then he just gets out of the car, I, I can't stop, he just fucking whoops the tar out of this child, uh, like, almost to the point where I was like, okay, man, fuck, I get the point, can we move on? But, uh, no, yeah, no, we just... can't, we gotta watch this guy punch a kid for a while longer. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to town. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, I I don't. Uh, what other kind of cool, violent set pieces and shit have we not touched on yet, Michelle? I guess we haven't really talked about how Uriel looks when they first show what a rotten looks like. Yeah, he looks like a fucking three-day like bloated river corpse. Dear God, like a like a goiter on steroids uh, and also mutated by the stuff that made the Ninja Turtles. It's just, and he's, yeah. oh God, that, the, the, the makeup, I guess you would call it a uh, job that they did. Uh, not just on the, the weird masses and things growing on him, the tumorous masses, uh, but just like how filthy everything was. Oh my God. I, I retched. Uh, at a couple of points when they were moving him off the bed. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, yep. this this movie sounds, on top of... You can't imagine the smell. Yeah, this movie mm-hmm. on top of being very violent and brutal is also at more than one time real fucking gross. Just super disgusting. He starts we like... we did our bathrooms. He starts seeping like green 
sauce out of his mouth at one point. Oh, God. Um, we talked on the back rooms about our preferred way to die in two different scenarios, whether it would be falling to the ground from a very high location or being abducted by a weird uh, creature that you don't understand. Uh-huh. And you know what? At the time, I said falling a high distance would be my choice, but there's now a third option, and that is whatever the fuck happened to Uriel. That's how I want to die. Just let me become a disgusting pile of ooze and scare everyone around me. Let me tell you secrets that no one else should know. Uh, I'm going to tell you that you should kill me a whole bunch because evil will happen then. And they're going to be like, oh, we can't kill her even though she tells us to. <laughs> Great way to go out. Uriel is a boss. Um, I'm jealous. I, I want that to be my demise. Turn okay. me into a puddle of goo. I'll do my best to turn you into a puddle of goo, Michelle. Thank or you. I'll do my best to ensure you are turned into a puddle of goo. <laughs> oh, uh, I love that so much. I just want to live that silly putty life, you know? Yeah. Uh, one, fav- one of my favorite small details in this, and I, I guess I can't say with 100% certainty, but I, I feel like it, it's gotta be, uh, but uh, uh, just again to indicate how sort of small this this town in this area is and how everybody kind of knows everybody did you catch on that uh, towards the end of the movie there when they're at the school and that kid comes up to the school uh walking a bicycle or riding on his bicycle or he's got a bicycle with him one way or the other did you happen to notice that that's the same kid that they almost fucking hit with the the truck way at the beginning of the movie <laughs> I didn't, but yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> yeah, same kid, which is like that's probably that having a bad day. That well, that's that's that kid is obviously patient zero for the infection in these in these other kids, right? Like he was there when good old Uriel apparently just like they had the the rollover cover and the tailgate up, and still apparently Uriel got chucked out of the back of that truck, uh, but. <laughs> What a! Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's part of how I want to go too. Really slippery. Right? You think you're gonna drag me out to the field or someplace else and just leave me? Nah, man, I'm a fish. I'm like, flopping out of that truck. Bed. That's obviously <laughs> what happened there, right? Is that kid's walking away from almost getting hit? He sees the corpse. He drags the corpse to the school to hide it there, and it just starts spreading from there. Fuck, man, this that. uh. There's some layers going on here. Yeah, this was. I hate grossness, but I really enjoyed this. Yeah, it was. uh, It's heavy. Like again, it's a fucking brutal, violent movie, and it's gross. And uh, but uh, earns, I think, everything it does. I really, really enjoyed this movie, uh, which is the wrong way to say it, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I had heard about it from a couple different places, festivals, all that. You know how I'm into reading about stuff and then making myself anxious because I can't watch it for years. Um, But this was one that I had heard a lot of hype about. And you never know if it's going to live up to it. That's one of the hard things about hype. I don't know if you know, but those hype men, sometimes they be lying. Um, But so I didn't know. Flavor, flavor. Exactly. Flavor, flavor doesn't deserve that level of excitement. I'm so sorry to all the Flavor Flav clock fans out there. Wow. But uh <laughs> listen, I like Rude. his dating show and I do like 
a little bit of his music. But uh, if I heard a hype man being like, Flava, Flava, at like the mall, I'd be like, I don't really need to get up. I'm eating my pretzel. He'll make his way this way eventually. I was saying anyway, straight uh, up race is simple and plain. Motherfuck you and John Wayne, right? Oh, I thought you were saying I was racist for disliking Flava Flav. No, like, it's, it's uh, Flava Flav in that one Public Enemy song. He's like, motherfuck you yep. and John Wayne. Because John Wayne was a racist. I don't know if you guys knew that, but it's true. Oh, I didn't. But it makes sense. He's a cowboy. Um, <laughs> if John you're a Wayne cowboy is, today. John Wayne is the furthest <laughs> goddamn thing from a real cowboy. Oh, my God. Whole country got oh, sold a him. bill of goods with that motherfucker. <laughs> Uh okay well I got nothing really left to say no, I man. was going to say a thought I lost my thought this, give up uh, with slave and his attempts to find love yeah this uh, love this movie was a trip it was a real good time uh and if you haven't watched it yet I'm sorry we told you all the grotesque bits but I still think you should oh, go we definitely left some out um go and watch also it. We the have not ones gone into look detail. I can tell you all day long about the lady just out of nowhere fucking lumping an axe right through her husband's skull but I I, I don't think you'll understand until you see it how really fucking incredible it was. Like, the the application of the effects here, uh, the editing is really clever. They give you just enough to see what's going on, and then they pull away so you don't see too many of the seams. I thought it was just really well done. Uh, go check it out if you like just fucking sick, gross things. Uh, and uh, tell us what you think. Um, Michelle, we're almost done with Spooktober. We are. Uh, one thing to say before we move off of this uh -huh. is that I did try to go find a comment on Shutter with an opposite opinion of my own, it's... and I can't because everything is either four or five. Yeah, yeah. And it's... I know Shutter can probably manipulate, and maybe it's not really a five for everybody, but that's all it has for me. I don't have a bad comment, so instead I'm just gonna uh, do my impression of somebody giving a one skull review to this um or your impression of somebody giving a movie five skulls and then two weeks later wanting to revert it to a, hey if i if i revert my it to name's a, JD. if yeah, i revert it to a four person. and a half will that make it a little easier nope. on you god damn it no nope. no it will not it's okay it's going on the website i'm not taking it down because look, that's why i justified myself being so mean about look, it look puppet man but uh, uh, if you want, if you want to blame anybody, blame when evil lurks. It's their fault. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my comment that I have made up in my head for a somebody giving out one skull, uh, stupid woke liberal trash, not worth watching <laughs> in another language. There's a woman in it. One skull. <laughs> There's a woman in it. <laughs> I ain't wrong. Oh, no, you're not. You are definitely not oh. wrong. Guys, we got uh, two more uh, uh, Spooktober shorts uh, coming up. Uh, we got a special one tomorrow. We'll, uh, we'll be talking about some, some interesting, like a subset of short films. Make sure you tune in for that. If you've seen the schedule, you already know. Then don't forget, we got uh, next week, we have Hell, 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 Hell. Hell House LLC Origins Carmichael Manor is dropping on Halloween. That's Tuesday. We're going to be talking about that one right away as well. 
And you have to watch three movies before. Yeah, I still have to watch all three of the uh, previous Hell House movies. I've seen the first one once, but I want to be all caught up on it again. I've seen so goddamn many movies this month already, Michelle, and I'm not complaining by any means, but holy shit, it's been a month. We're going to have some fun this week, stuff to talk about when the recap comes in. Yeah. Earlier this week, I watched seven Saw movies in a row, back to back. Only no seven? Because one of us watched only seven. nine. No, I saw all of them this month. I only watched seven of them back to back with no breaks. Oh, well. Um, and that is... That gave me a lot of opinions that I'm looking forward to talking about in the recap episodes because I have a lot of thoughts about Saw now that I already had. But it hits different when you watch seven movies in a row back to back. (laughs) And now Saw is your entire life for the day. Um, I have a lot of thoughts. So I think we're going to have to drop a bonus episode. JD and I have talked about a couple things. Yeah, we we got some bonuses coming up. Yeah, I have so much to say about Saw, so tune in to that. Oh, holy shit, I will get ranty, guaranteed. Michelle, we're already at 48 minutes on this episode, and we still got two episodes to record. Please say goodnight, Michelle. Goodnight, Michelle. We Watch Shudder is a production of Rat Factory Media, your home for all of today's Rat Factoryist podcasts. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of We Watch Shudder are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Rat Factory Media. But wait, aren't Rat Factory Media and We Watch Shudder the same people? Shut your cake hole, Charlie. Nobody asked you. We Watch Shudder is available free on all major podcast platforms, and the easiest way to support We Watch Shudder is also free. Just leave a rating and review on your platform of choice. Merge your consciousness with ours on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're at We Watch Shutter on all those social media platforms. Or find us the old-fashioned way on the web at WeWatchShutter.com or by email at mail at WeWatchShutter.com. Heck, you can even leave us a voicemail at 701-566-9510. No, seriously, 701-566-9510. Try it if you dare.